In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is born. Christ is born. Wow, thank God. I don't even, didn't even have to really encourage you. You really have already got it. Thanks be to God. It's like they said in the Akathist of Thanksgiving, the air is always brighter and lighter on feast days. And you, I can tell you feel that. Christ is born. Now we just heard in the gospel a story that really had Christ in it. It always has Christ in it. But it's kind of interesting that he's kind of a side character in the gospel reading for the feast of his nativity. We heard the main characters in the story are really the three wise men because we kind of jump ahead to a point where Christ has been born. We don't hear the the birth narrative that we heard during Orthros this morning or even during uh, Divine Liturgy last Sunday. We hear a time where something else has already happened. The Magi, the three wise men, come bearing their gifts to Christ. And I've always found it interesting that the main characters on Nativity are the wise men. But of course there's a reason. For the last 40 days we have been preparing for this feast and we have been hearing about this person who is going to be born in the city of Bethlehem, born in a cave, laid in a manger. We sang beautiful hymns about it, and one of my favorite ones, and I I think one of your favorite ones as well, and if I were Father Alex, I would sing it for you. But instead, I'll have to say it. Make ready, O Bethlehem, for Eden has been opened for all. Prepare, O Ephrathah, for the tree of life has blossomed forth in the cave from the virgin. For her womb it appears a spiritual paradise in which is planted the divine plant where of eating we shall live and not die as Adam. Christ shall be born, raising the image that fell of old. That hymn tells us exactly what's happening. That this child, this little baby that the wise men found in the manger in a cave in Bethlehem is the fruit of the tree of life. He is the one, by partaking of his flesh, we have everlasting life. And another one of the hymns in preparation, uh, today the virgin gives birth to the transcendent one. And I love how that one ends because it says that he appears in the flesh, he who is God before all eternity. He's the creator of the world. He it was who was with the Father and the Spirit dwelt for nine months in the womb of the virgin and is born today. And the iconography of the church points us ahead to the crucifixion and the resurrection because as we have Christ wrapped in swaddling clothes, it is really the bands of a corpse. And that manger sure does look like something, not necessarily something we put a baby in, but something that we would lay someone in repose in. So we're pointing ahead all of the time. So we've been preparing and we know what this feast is about. And so the church gives us this gospel reading to say, and now what? What do we do? Our exchange that you said so excitedly is the answer. When we believe that Christ is born, we glorify him. We do something, we change, we live our lives as if we really believe that the eternal word of God took on flesh, that he did that for us and for our salvation and no other reason, because he loves us, 
because he desires our salvation. And so we live not just on Christmas, every single day as if we really believe everything that we've been singing for the last 40 days. And so the Magi, the wise men are an example. They go and they worship Christ. And so, brothers and sisters, our Lord has taken on flesh. Hear him. Hear him in the words of the gospel. Hear him in the rumblings in your heart. Hear him in your conscience as you go about your daily life. Our Lord is born in a cave and laid in a manger. Obey him. Don't disregard those commandments. Actually say, those things must have something meaningful for me, and I'm going to follow them because this is God, the Word, become flesh. The creator of the world comes to renew his creation. Worship him just like those magi. Live our life as if we really believe that God has become man. I'm going to finish by reading to you this very short segment from a nativity sermon by St. Isaac the Syrian. Some of you might have gotten it in a letter from Mother Nectaria. That's where I got it, full disclosure. But I think it really sums up everything that I just said. We know what is happening. Now do something about it. St. Isaac says, This nativity night bestowed peace on the whole world, so let no one threaten. This is the night of the most gentle one. Let no one be cruel. This is the night of the humble one. Let no one be proud. Now is the day of joy. Let us not revenge. Now is the day of goodwill. Let us not be mean. In this day of peace, let us not be conquered by anger. Today, the bountiful impoverished himself for our sake. So, rich one, invite the poor to your table. Today, we receive a gift for which we did not ask. So let us give alms to those who implore and beg us. This present day, cast open the heavenly doors to our prayers. Let us open our door to those who ask our forgiveness. Today, the divine being took upon himself the seal of our humanity in order for humanity to be decorated by the seal of divinity. Live your life. Let us all live our lives like we truly believe that God the Word came in the flesh. Christ is born. Glorified. Amen.